Welcome to Season 5 of the Raise Your Game Show, a podcast that deconstructs the principles of high performance in sports and business. I'm your host, Alan Stein Jr. In this season, I'm going to interview a brilliant and innovative source of unparalleled knowledge, someone with experience, wisdom, and insight well beyond his years, someone that is truly an internationally renowned icon in both sports and business. I believe you've met my fitness consigliere, Michel. Allow myself to introduce myself. Yes, you heard that correctly. I'm going to ask myself some thought-provoking and pivotal questions and then answer them with the unmatched astuteness and profound awareness that only I can. To make sure my responses to my own questions are sincerely spontaneous, I did not share the questions with myself in advance. The knowledge I drop to my own questions will be raw and unrehearsed. I know you. You know you. And I know you know that I know you. I hope that me, interviewing myself, helps you raise your game. Speaking of raising games, every middle school, high school, and college student-athlete on the planet needs a game plan to maximize their potential on and off the court. Check out the new online course parents, coaches, and athletes themselves are raving about at MakeYourGamePlan.com. That's MakeYourGamePlan.com. Booyakasha, check this out, yo. And now, on with the show. How do you create a winning culture? I now kind of want to talk about the the three pillars of, of creating a winning culture. And that is role clarity, accountability, and then communication. Uh, from a role clarity standpoint, and 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 all I can do now... Please realize, guys, I've never been a head basketball coach. Uh, I've been a performance coach, and I've worked for some really great head basketball coaches, and, and that's the lens that with I'll share. But I've never walked one day in your shoes, and, and I don't ever want it to sound like I have. Um, some of my most influential uh, years were the times I was at DeMatha working for Mike Jones, uh, who I believe is, is one of the finest coaches at any level in any sport that I've met. And I think he'd be a huge asset in any one of your programs. He's that good. But what I learned from Roll Clarity from him, this is how he handled it at the DeMatha and at the high school level. He held a, a, a team-wide and parents-included uh, meeting, and he laid down uh, his, his expectations and his standards. Uh, he let the players know what they'd be responsible for, he let the parents know what they'd be responsible for, and he shared what he'd be responsible for. Uh, and he also let them know the expectation entered to which that would be done. You know, I think it's so important that we, we're, we're clear in our expectations. Um, the best example I can give is uh, the other day here after dinner, uh, I asked my son Luke to clean the table. Well, do you guys think he cleaned the table by his definition of clean or my definition of clean? Well, he's 10 years old, so he did it by his definition of clean, which basically meant he just grabbed the, the plates and utensils and set them in the sink, and then he went to play on his iPad. And I had to call him back and say, no, I don't consider this clean, and, and shared with him what my definition was, which was wipe off each of the dishes and utensils and put them in the dishwasher, uh, take a Clorox spray and a paper towel and wipe down the table, and if any crumbs got on the floor, then you vacuum those up. 
That was my definition of clean. But what I had to take ownership was um, uh, that that disconnect was my fault. That wasn't his fault. I'm the leader. And my communication, I have to get rid of all ambiguity and all fog. I didn't crystallize exactly what was expected of him. So he only did what he thought he was supposed to do. So I had really no rights to be angry at him. Uh, I was the one that fell short. So when it comes to being able to lay out these expectations, I want you to do so with great precision and great clarity. Uh, so once Coach Jones had kind of addressed the group as a whole, then he sits down with every single player one-on-one uh, before the season, and he invites their parents to be a part of this. Uh, he wants them to sit in on the conversation so nothing gets lost in translation. And he outlines, once again with great clarity, what he believes that person's role is going to be on the team this upcoming season from approximate minutes played to uh, the types of things that he, he needs them to do on and off the court, you know, and, and he doesn't handcuff himself. He's not saying, you know, Johnny, you're going to play exactly seven minutes a game. He'll say something like, at present, I see you as being our backup point guard. And as long as so-and-so is doing what he's supposed to do, that means you'll probably get anywhere from, you know, seven to 15 minutes per game. But here's what I need you to do when you get in the game. You know, I need you to be a playmaker. I need you to be high energy coming off of the bench. I need you to be a defensive stopper, you know, and explains that to them. So he articulates what he wants their role to be, but then he listens in case they have, they have different, you know, a different opinion of it. If, if they don't have complete alignment with what he wants their role to be, he's very open to hearing their thoughts on it. And he wants to invite that discussion. But by the time the meeting's over, he makes sure that when they leave, that they're in complete agreement of what that player's role is going to be. And then he tells them, look, what I need from you is to fulfill your role, this role that I need you to have, even if it's not what you want to have, I need you to know this role, embrace this role, and star in this role to the best of your ability, because that's the only way DeMatha basketball has a chance to be the best we can be. Now, if you'd like to have an expanded role, you're welcome to work on that during the unseen hours. You can come in early and stay late. You know, if you think you deserve more minutes, if you think you should be shooting more when you get in the game, then you have to earn the right to do those things on your own time. But during DeMatha time, you're going to fulfill our role to the best of your ability. And once he's gotten buy-in and believe in and their permission to do that, uh, again, it, it just takes away all of the ambiguity. And then he makes sure that everyone on the team has a pretty open understanding of what everyone else's role is. And part of that is being able to define what's a good shot. As you guys know, basketball is not an equal opportunity sport. Better shooters get to shoot more shots. Uh, better shooters get to shoot from more areas on the court. You know, what's a good shot for Steph Curry uh, is not necessarily a good shot for Greg White. So it's important that we define those differences for them because they might not understand the difference. And uh, so by the time the first official practice actually starts, he's done a tremendous job of getting rid of of all the ambiguity. Kids know exactly what's expected of them, what they're supposed to do. Now, it doesn't mean he's not going to have to remind them a couple times uh, throughout the season, but at least he's planted that seed and he's gotten rid of a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of potential headaches that are just caused from the disconnect of people looking at things different. Thanks, Alan. I really and truly appreciate you making time in your very busy schedule to speak with yourself. Well, that's it for me. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Please make sure to join the conversation at Alan Stein Jr. on all major social platforms. Go to allensteinjr.com to subscribe to my full timeout, 30-second timeout, and overtime monthly emails, and check out makeyourgameplan.com. I look forward to helping you raise your game. 